0: I'm Carrie Brett, and this is Shot at Love. Today's guest is astrologer and psychic healer Jill Jardine. And today, she'll discuss why love is in the air, because cuffing season is about to take full effect. Say goodbye to casual summer flings, because people are looking to get locked down. From September to March, singles hunt for a romantic partner, looking for someone to weather the colder months. This fall season is an incredible time to take things to the next level. Cuffing season is a time when singles are more inclined to settle down into a serious relationship. Just because the temperature turns doesn't mean things can't heat up. When we come back, Jill will let us know what's in our love forecast for the fall of 2021. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned. Jill Jardine is an astrologer, therapist, psychic healer, and spiritual advisor. She's also the former radio personality on WATD and the host of the podcast Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. She's a reverend in Sanskrit mantra, and chanting mantras shifts outcomes and proves to be an invaluable tool. For over 30 years, Jill's helped thousands of people find power and confidence within themselves while guiding them. With important decisions. It's no secret that people turn to astrology in the age of uncertainty. And often people look to the stars as a cosmic compass when dating. In today's episode, Jill will bring us up to speed so we can get a clear picture of what will be happening astrologically this fall. Labor Day is behind us, and it's that time of year. Cuffing season. For those of you who don't know what cuffing season means, cuffing season is a term to describe the desire to be tied or cuffed during the colder months. Cuffing season is psychological, biological, and scientific. It goes back to the caveman days and Darwin's theory of survival of the fittest. Data shows that more babies are born in the summer months, meaning those babies were conceived during the colder months. When the darker days settle in, people are more inclined to binge watch Netflix and stay home, which means the time to get out there is this fall for sure. Jill, what do you see astrology-wise for cuffing season? Well, it looks like
1: the planets are colluding with cuffing season because the two archetypal planetary energies that connect with relationship, Venus... And Mars are going into signs that are going to boost that energy. Remember, everybody, women are from Venus and men are from Mars. So the first thing we have going on starting on September 10th is that the planet Venus, the goddess of love, is heating up passions when she transits into the sensual and sexual sign of Scorpio on September 10th through October 7th kundalini baby and kundalini can mean many things it's your life force it's your sexual energy it's your creative energy whatever you want it to be but it helps when you have a partner to activate it (laughs) activate that life force and let venus get her groove back after behaving in her own sign of libra for the past month And then Venus in October will go into the sign Sagittarius where partners can plan their beautiful future together with rainbows, unicorns, and all kinds of beautiful, wonderful confetti and cakes and champagne and all those beautiful things. Okay, let's talk about Mars. Mars is for men, right? It's the Mars is the male glyph. Mars is the warrior. Transits into Libra on September 14th through October 30th. So Mars is in the abode of Venus, the lover, through October 30th. This will calm the aggressive martial tendencies and bring the focus on keeping peace in relationships. So Mars is uncomfortable in his opposite sign of Libra and is like a caged wild animal. Certainly with Venus and Scorpio and Mars and Libra, relationship issues that are already in play are up for reevaluation. And we'll talk about that later, how divorce season will kick in as couples realize winter is coming and they may not want to be stuck with their partners or relive a COVID constrictive experience with that same person. But Mars and Libra and Venus and Scorpio during September and October bode very well and provide incentives to find that new lover, to have some fun, and perhaps prepare to weather the upcoming storms.
0: Is there anything in particular that we should look out for astrology-wise? I know at the end of the month we have Mercury... retro
1: right so this is what i wanted to bring up is that in september from september 27th through october 18th we're going to have mercury retrograde in the sign libra of relationship so get ready for those blasts from the past to start texting calling or showing up on your doorstep but my advice is don't recycle those old lovers because it didn't work out the first time What makes you think it's going to work out the second time? However, the caveat is, if there is unresolved karma with a particular person, this is a great time to handle it. From September 27th through October 18th, cut those cords, clear that karma, and set yourself up for the new love. Right, right. So
0: I agree. Don't recycle the X's. Cut the the cord there. But it is a good time to redo things so you can revamp and rebrand and rejoin a dating app with a new
1: attitude. That's right. And so the thing about Libra and Scorpio, they're both coupling signs. So Libra tends to be more like, hey, let's have some fun together. It's light. It's airy. There's a lot of conversation. And let's go have some fun. Let's beautify ourselves. But then when you get into Scorpio, it's intense. It's like, hey... Are we going to have this sexual connection or what? So Scorpio puts it up a notch. And the other thing with um, Venus and Scorpio, it's more of let's blend our resources together. So Scorpio can be very intense and very bonding. And the other thing I wanted to let listeners know that Mars, when it leaves Libra on October 30th, guess what? It goes into Scorpio for a while for a couple months and so that's going to be intense and mars and scorpio is one of its rulers you know mars does rule scorpio but it's very intense so watch out for the ones that come on way too strong
0: well do you think it's because of this cuffing season where people are they're almost like they're really hunting because they want to Get their warmth through the winter or get that person. To-
1: Absolutely. Mars is the hunter and boy will he be on a hunt. And I mean it's not just the men, the women with the Mars and Scorpio. Women are gonna mean business. Let's not let's take this to the next level. So if people aren't ready to go to the next
0: level, beware. Right. But at least they'll show you that and then you can move along. Next. Right, right. I'd rather that than living in the world of unknown. That's super frustrating. So Match.com CEO recently stated on CNBC that this fall will be the biggest cuffing season in history due to COVID lockdowns and vaccines. Match expects online dating to explode. So now is the time to get back out there. Jill, why is fall typically a time of abundance?
1: Well, the thing about the fall, it is the time of the harvest. We have the autumnal equinox here in the Northern Hemisphere. This year it arrives on September 22nd, and it marks the time when the sun does go into Libra. So I wanted to also comment that concurrently to Mars in Libra and Venus in Scorpio, we're going to actually have the sun going through those signs that amps up. So, you know, every year the sun goes into Libra from approximately September 21st, 22nd through October 21st, 22nd. And then the sun goes into Scorpio from approximately October 22nd to November 21st, 22nd. So not only are we going to have the sun in those signs of partnership, but we also get the two archetypes of relationship, Mars and Venus in those signs. So that's going to amp it up. So I think that match CO is right on, that this there's an intensity this year that may not be there because of outward situations, but the planets are really feeding that too. So, I, and, and I can see also in my private practice with clients that a lot of people are finally getting divorced after things being in a holding pattern because of COVID that put off and delayed divorces, and they're all coming through now. It's funny, I've, only, I've had about five of them finally get divorced in the last month. So you got a lot of new people coming on the market too that are out of relationship or people are ending their summer fun casual relationships, and they are looking for something to
0: get through the upcoming storms interesting enough that it is cuffing season, but then it's also divorce season. And I think what happens in September, people get down to brass tacks. It's almost the start of the new year. They get the structure in place, school starts, and they make decisions. Right. I mean, it's really hard in summer for people
1: who, let's say, still have kids around or that are married because there's a lot of uh, obligations and responsibilities to the family and to the partnership. But you're right. September comes around this year. Finally, people are getting restructured with the school and the work very different than 2020. And then they're finding by the end of September that they maybe have some time to focus on themselves, their own needs, their own relationship needs just in time for the autumnal
0: equinox. When the sun goes into Libra, the sign of partnership. Wow. Wow. I've seen this with a lot of my friends where they drop their kids off at school and they've gone off to college. And now that common theme is now it's time to focus on myself. Finally, it's time to focus on myself. And I think it's it's a good time. And I know myself from some of the projects I've been doing, I was working really hard in the spring and now it seems the fall is a good time to reap the rewards of the past. Can you talk about how fall represents the harvest and, and why people can potentially reap the rewards of things that they've planted in the spring? Sure. It is this idea
1: of the autumnal equinox when the seeds that we have planted earlier are going to come to fruition. And that's true for gardens. That's why the symbol of abundance or harvest is indicated by a cornucopia, which symbolizes the basket of overflowing fruits and harvested vegetables. It's also a traditional symbol of autumn every year, especially when we think of Thanksgiving. But this is true, too, on a personal level. We will reap how we have sown. So for some people, this is very good because they get to see the rewards of all their hard work leading up to the fall season. But for others, they may have to deal with karma that comes back knocking on their door if they haven't behaved
0: properly in certain ways throughout the year? Well, emotions run high around the holidays for sure. And if you are newly in a situation where a relationship has ended, cue all the holiday Hallmark movies and you know people start to get emotional and they have a harder time through the holidays with a breakup. But I think you should use that that sadness and put it into action and do something like get back out there. Right. And interesting because of this being
1: a year when people are out of quarantine out, unlike, well, 2020, it was kind of wild too because they got free, but it was never known if they were going to be totally out. Same this year, there's still the threat of restrictions coming. So I think that's fueling and firing people to really, really scramble and get their lives in order. And we're gonna see it prior to the holiday, September, October, and even early November. And there's some interesting astrology that's gonna be happening in October if we wanna fast forward to October, November, and December. Tell me about it. Yeah, so Right now, in September, all the outer planets are what we call retrograde, and what that means is that some things are a little bit, you know, everybody knows about Mercury retrograde, don't sign contracts, delays, uh, travel, communication, don't buy electronics, cars, so Mercury retrograde is very widely known or mainstream these days, but there's outer planets that have been retrograde all summer, and up until October, and they are Jupiter, which is a planet of abundance, which also indicates more of the uh, collective population. Saturn, which is the Lord of Karma, has been retrograde since May. The planet Pluto, which is transformation, very intense, ruled by Scorpio, has also been retrograde. Well, those three planets go direct in October, and there's some pivotal dates that are gonna change things out in the world, in our society, in the collective, but can also change things in people's personal lives, i.e. relationships and relationship status. So I'm going to share these dates with your listeners. At the new moon in Libra, here we go, Libra, on the 6th of October, so this is a great day for seeding your intention for a relationship, new directions in your love life when... The new moon in Libra, the sign of relationship happens on the 6th and 7th of October. But also on October 6th, we have Pluto, the planet of transformation, going direct. So this is going to move some energy, seed your intentions for love and relationship and balance and beauty and fun on the 6th and 7th. Go forward a few days on the 10th of October, Saturn, The karmic lord goes direct in the sign Aquarius. Good for all the Aquarians out there. But that's going to like kind of unravel or unwind things that were in a holding pattern, especially karmically in nature, whether it's related to relationships, jobs, our collective society. And then the other date in October to look out for, well, there's two more actually. The 18th of October is very powerful because, drum roll. Mercury goes direct after being retrograde in Libra since September 27th. But on the same day, Jupiter, the cosmic Santa Claus, is going direct in Aquarius as well. So the fact that Saturn and Jupiter are both in the sign Aquarius means that there's some big shifts on the horizon with society, collective society, and the world in general So those are big dates, and then there's a full moon with the sun in Libra and the moon in Aries on the 20th of October. So that's a time when people weigh the needs of their self, moon in Aries, with the needs of the other, whether that's partners, friends, any relationships. That's a big day. So that week of the 18th of October should be a game changer, and then by the end of that week on the 23rd, Of October, we have the sun going into Scorpio, so
0: the energy's amped up. Yeah, it seems like it. What is the difference between the full moon in September and the full moon in October?
1: Well, the full moon in September is going to be a full moon with the sun in Virgo and the moon in Pisces. So it's a different polarity because Virgo has to do with health and healing, and Pisces is more spiritual can be addictive but i think it is going to bring up issues around the physical body and also the societal issue of covid vaccines all of those type of issues and really it's about focusing on your health and well-being and doing whatever you can to be empowered around that
0: This episode of Shot at Love is brought to you by Akal Chai Rum. Akal Chai Rum is the world's first
1: botanical rum. Recognized by the government of Trinidad and Tobago as having the first new production process for rum in over a century. Akal Chai Rum is an officially protected trade secret. Only the second such protected process in the Caribbean since the famed Angostura Bitters by Don Carlos Sigurd in the 1870s. Akal Chai Rum is available in 44 U.S. states on Chairum.com. Also available in the Republic of Ireland on StuffYouNeed.com. I-E. Try some today,
0: Jill, are there any signs that will benefit this fall? Oh my gosh.
1: I'm so glad you're asking because I was sussing that out myself. So here we go. Listen up. Listen up. If your zodiac sign is mentioned, you're going to have a fun, frolicking fall. Okay. So obviously Libra, it's your time to shine, Libra. Get your groove on, reevaluate partnership, find a new partner, whatever you want to do in that realm, it's your time. Not only is the sun going to be going through your sign from the 22nd of September through October 23rd, but you have Mercury going retrograde through your sign from the 27th of September through October 18th. And you also have Mars transiting through your sign Libra from September 14th through October 30th. So go for it, Libra. And that also goes for other air signs like Gemini. Gemini likes the activity of all that Libra, all that excitement. So Gemini, you will be having a very active fall. And then, of course, Aquarius. Good relationship cycle for you with all those aspects Coming in from Libra, creating a trine, which is a harmony aspect. Also, don't forget, Aquarius, we've got Saturn going direct in your sign on October 10th. And we've got Jupiter going direct in Aquarius on October 18th. So if you've been in a holding pattern, or there's been a bit of indecisiveness, or somebody hasn't been showing up for you properly, Aquarius, you're going to make some decisions and perhaps release and then bring a new one in. There you go. Okay, so that's the air signs. The other element that's gonna do well this fall are the water signs. Scorpio, you're it. With, as we said, Venus is transiting Scorpio from September 10th through October 7th, and then Mars is gonna go into Scorpio in time for Halloween. So, Scorpio, it's your time to get it on. And very, very good for you for both money and love. And so then that, those planets in Scorpio throw a nice aspect. Oh, and the other thing is, remember, the sun shines on you, Scorpio. Your sun sign from October 23rd through the 21st. And that would throw a nice aspect to your fellow water signs, Piscians. it's time for love, and you like to connect deeply, you merge with your maids, Piscians. and also for the Cancerians, you might want to come out of your shell and look around and see who's appropriate to go into your Cancerian retreat during the winter months. So then we have our fire and our earth signs. Well, you know, the earth signs always tend to do well when water's doing well. So that would give us, so Capricorn will get some nice aspects from all these Scorpio transits, especially I think Capricorn's going to do really well in November when Mars goes through Scorpio. So that's going to be very nice. And then Taurians. And eh, eh, Debbie Downer, you, you're getting opposition from all that. You're going to get opposed by all that Scorpio. So, Taurus, you're one of the signs who's probably going to be experiencing some ups and downs because of three planets in Scorpio opposing your natal sun. Sorry, Taurus. Check back with me and May. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have going here? The other earth sign is... Virgo. So Virgo, you just had your birthday in September. You should do okay with with the help from the Scorpio 60 degree sextile. Scorpio sextile Virgo, but try not to be so picky. You tend to be very discriminating and discerning that does come in handy and you're also going to be freaked out about what disease or virus that your partner's carrying. So that's probably a good cautionary tale for the rest of the uh, zodiac signs, but you know you will probably have some opportunities to hook up Virgo. And then we're looking at the fire signs of Sagittarius, Aries, and Leo. You guys will get your groove on from the Libra placements, except for Aries,. Wah, wah. <laughs> Because all that Libra is going to be opposing your natal sun, just like Scorpio is going to be opposing the Taurians. So Aries and Taurus may not be your time for new play dates, but Sagittarius, it's going to get really exciting for you, especially when Venus is going to go into your sign. Uh, From October 7th, Venus goes into Sag. So Sag gets their groove on pretty much all through October. And by the way, Venus goes into Capricorn, you Capricornians, from November 5th for the month of November. And then we're looking at Leo's. Leo, it should be okay, except for Saturn and Jupiter are going to be opposing your natal sun, and they're going direct now. So you might have to deal with some endings of relationship or endings of cycle, Leo. May not be as good for you as you would
0: like, This fall. This is all amazing information. Now, what can we look out for? I think you said there was going to be some kind of energy in November eclipses. You got it. So what's going to happen at the very tail end
1: of the sun going through Scorpio? And that's why maybe the Scorpio is born on the 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st. You should have an okay cycle leading up to that, but then whenever an eclipse happens near your natal sun, so if you're born on the 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st, it can be a time of endings. So on November 19th, we're going to have a very powerful lunar eclipse with the sun in Scorpio and moon in Taurus. And another Debbie Downer for Taurus. <laughs> and so what happens is eclipses can affect us personally. As I said, if you're born around it or if you're born around the opposite time. So that would be people born around the 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st of May. Could be, could be challenging times. But eclipses basically, they affect what's going on in society. And, you know, Scorpio can be a little bit explosive. There could be some events that shift things for all of us. I kind of see that eclipse in November 19th as a precursor to some restrictions for everybody uh, starting about a month later around right in time for Christmas and through January and February. And then on December 4th, we have a solar eclipse where the sun and moon are in the sign Sagittarius. So that may dim your lights a little bit, Sagittarians. That's why make hay with the relationship energy Sagges before we get into December. And so what a solar eclipse tends to do for society, for the world, for people in general and people personally as well as collectively is that it's going to reveal hidden information. Right. So you might find out a partner was sneaking around behind your back, or we might find out that there have been a lot of disinformation, misinformation, or missing information out there.
0: And it will be revealed. Yes. Jill, now my last question, what advice would you give someone who's on the fence? Why is this fall, this cuffing season, the moment to get back out there? I would say Go for it. Make hay while the
1: sun is shining. And that. This is a very powerful astrological time for coupling that will lead into cuffing. So go for it. Get off the fence. Jump into
0: the dating ring and have some fun. I love it. Sounds like a really powerful time. Thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge and insight. Where can people find out more about you? Well, I have a website,
1: Jill Jardine, astrology.com I also have a podcast on the Shakti Network, which is the same network as The Shot at Love. My podcast is Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. And you can
0: find me on my Facebook page, Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. Thank you so much, Jill. I'm so excited that you're able to give us the fall update for 2021. My pleasure, Carrie. Thanks for inviting me back. Always a blast. And for now, this week's Shot at Love tips, which are inspired by the kickoff of cupping season. Number one, your leading photograph should be the most carefully considered element when online dating. People shop with their eyes. Invest in a professional headshot and give yourself your best shot. Number two, our brains process images 60,000 times faster than reading text. Choose beautiful images of yourself that tell who you are as a person. Number three, diversify your dating apps. This fall, Hinge is taking the lead for the most people looking for a long-term relationship. You won't know which dating apps you prefer if you don't try a variety of dating apps. Number four, finding love is a series of positive actions. Remember that consistency and follow-through is key. Just stay with it because if you do, it will happen. I hope you found some of my tips helpful this week. This is what Shot at Love is here for. To help you find love. Hey. Keep up the commitment to yourself and commit to helping someone else by sharing this podcast. Remember to stay safe and stay tuned for more episodes. If you like this show, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. I'm Carrie Brett, and we'll see you next time.